Welcome to FinTech Brews and News, brought to you by Central Payments and Falls FinTech. I'm Nikki Rohde. And I'm Trent Sorby. Founders, co-founders, payments professionals, and, well, just people who love brews. This is a place to get a behind-the-scenes look at unique partnerships and ways to bridge the financial gap between banking, startups, and the entire fintech industry. Whether it's a beer, or coffee, or something else, there's certain to be a brew in every episode. After all, how do we function in this space without it? Each episode, you're sure to take away some good stuff going on in the financial technology space. So without further ado, let's grab a brew. Welcome back to another episode of FinTech Brews and News. I'm Nikki Rohde, and one thing you'll notice here today, besides the lovely lady to my right, is that Trent Sorby's not on this episode, so two words, you're welcome. Kidding. Um, but honestly, today's going to be a lovely episode because I have a friend and colleague and somebody who's been in the payment industry for many years, uh, Miladies Felix. She heads up a partnership group at Discover Global Network. And so um, you can tell that story so much better than I. Uh, if you give the audience a bit of an introduction, that would be great. Thank you, Nikki. I'm very happy to be here. So as Nikki indicated, I'm Miladies Felix, a part of Discover Global Network, mm -hmm. um, specifically in a group called Network Solutions. Mm -hmm. And what our team does is we partner with new companies and provide them with a number of capabilities to allow them to bring their product, their vision to market. Those solutions or capabilities include prepaid products, which we work very closely with central payments on. We also have a commercial payments platform, as well as support white label credit solutions. So with those capabilities, we help partners take their programs to market. That's right. And talk a little bit about the, the Discover Bank side of the house, because I think that's an interesting um, attribute of Discover that many people don't know about. Yeah, thank you. Happy to. So Discover Financial Services essentially is made up of two arms. Mm -hmm. We have Discover Bank, which is the issuer of Discover Credit Card. But what a lot of people don't realize is that we are also the bank side, a issuer or provider of banking products mm -hmm. like checking and savings account. Also, the bank is a provider of loans, student loans, personal loans, home loans. So that's the Discover Bank side of our business. Mm -hmm. And then we have the network side, which is referred to as Discover Global Network. Mm -hmm. On that side of our business, we partner with issuing banks, processor, program managers to help new partners take their solution to market. So it's really exciting because we're able to see a wider array of opportunities. Um, our bank size sticks to what they do best, which yeah. is issuing credit cards, banking products. And then on the network side, we're able to take a lot of new solutions to market. Yeah, it's a very unique value proposition. And so I, I like the, the, the full sides of the coin that you guys support there. And that's really interesting. I, I mentioned at the kickoff here that you've been in the industry for a while, although 
Let's be honest. She does not look a day over 20. That's um, why I love you. I love you. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, um, talk about your experience before Discovery. You've been in payments for quite a while. I have. And, um, I, I, this, I joke around and say, once you enter payments, it's kind of hard to get out, but, but, but I'm actually happy about that. It's such an amazing time to be in payments right now. There's so many amazing use cases and new um, entrants into the space. So payments is actually really exciting right now. I have been in payments for over 20 years, have worked for um, two networks during that time, have supported a large number of programs and partnerships from GPR products to healthcare products. So it's been um, a wonderful journey for me in yeah. payments. And GPR, for those of you that are tuning in, and it oh, doesn't make sense, acronym. we speak in alphabet <laughs> soup here in payments. So GPR, general purpose reloadable. And there's always, the, what's buy now, pay later? I've been hearing that one a lot. BNPL. Um, there it is. And people are like, BNPL, BNPL, BNPL. And I'm like, wait, 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 another one? Come on. Hey. But uh, speaking of entrance, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's correct, constantly yeah. these evolutions. But yes, Alphabet Soup is part of the gig. It is. Um, Discover is and has been cited as the fastest growing network. Mm -hmm. What do you attribute that to? Talk about that stat and what that means to you guys. Absolutely. So when you think about Discover, Discover is actually still a pretty young network. Mm. It was launched in 1986. And during that time, we've done a number of things to help us be the fastest growing network. So you think about how Discover started. The way that our network started was going out directly to merchants and establishing acceptance. So over the last um, 20 plus years, we spent a lot of time, you know, expanding that and bringing in new payment players into our partnerships. So we started to um, establish relationship with acquirers, uh, fintech companies, and that has um, progressed and allowed us to be one of the fastest growing networks. So that was the first, right? We changed our model from going directly to merchants to now working with other prepay, uh, other payment ecosystem players to grow our network. The other thing that we've done is that we have developed a lot of capabilities that allowed us to have more partners um, uh, work with us. Yeah. So, and then also we have um, been very specific about um, establishing relationships to take a lot of unique products to the industry. So I think the combination of those three ingredients have allowed us to become that fastest growing network. Yeah, I love that. Capabilities. Mm -hmm. Describe some of your unique capabilities. Yep. So one of the things that differentiates us as a network is our, our enhanced merchant data. Mm. So I shared with you how we started, right? How we enter the space was through those uh, direct merchant relationships. And one of the things that we have through that is what we call enhanced merchant data. So we have the ability 
to get a lot of information on the merchant that allows us to easily support what we call restricted authorization network programs. So that allows a partner to restrict to one merchant or multiple merchants, depending on their business model and business need. Also, um, we uh, have a tokenization platform that a lot of our partners use to tokenize um, car- tokenize or load cards into pay wallets. Uh, we also have, um, I talked about our white label credit solution. So ability to, again, restrict the card, run it on our network. Um, you know, the partner benefits from the advantage of running it on the network, but it doesn't necessarily have to be branded Discover. That's right. So they're brand first. That's right. So that those are some of our capabilities that we're very proud of. I love that. So, ladies, you've been at Discover a little while now. Um, how has things shifted or changed or evolved even since your time at Discover? Yep. So I've been at Discover for an amazing five years. Has it been five years? <laughs> it has. Time I flies where you're having fun. Don't know That's where it I'm goes. Saying, yeah. It's so fun and so exciting. So I've seen two major things happen in those five years at Discover. The first one is... Again, we've seen a lot of new use cases Mm -hmm. appear in market. We've seen an explosion in fintechs, right? So many ideas, so many new things coming. And as an organization, we provide the flexibility to be able to support a lot of those ideas. We support programs in gaming, in the buy now, pay later space, so we offer a lot of flexibility. It's funny, sometimes I look at our portfolio of programs and they, none of them look exactly the same. And that's a testament to our ability to be flexible and, our, and adapt to our partner business needs. So that's the first thing I've seen. I've just seen an explosion of ideas. Sometimes I, you know, and I think you guys see it too, these companies come with these amazing ideas and you're like, well, that's pretty genius. What didn't I think about uh-huh. that? <laughs> yeah. Where, where was I on the old idea exactly. train? Yeah, exactly. So that, that keeps happening all the time and it's so amazing. And then the second thing as an organization, we continue to realign ourselves um, from, a, um, from a structure perspective so that we could be as flexible, as innovative to be able to support these very unique ideas into the marketplace. Yeah. And I see that too. Of course, Discover was one of the first to jump on the false fintech train when we started to um, ideate about what it would look like to launch an accelerator to serve these fintech companies. And you guys were all in. And I see that flexibility day after day. uh, You constantly spend time with these uh, fintech startups. And that's really valuable uh, to them. And so I think they feel that it's palpable. And so you guys are certainly living out your mission. Um, I I can see that from certainly the startup ecosystem. And we're so excited to be part part of the program. We get the opportunity to be introduced to these companies that otherwise we wouldn't know about if it wasn't for joining you on this journey. So I I think about how fragmented um, the United States is from a payments perspective, not only regulatory um, compliance and all the things that are are necessary there, but even from a knowledge standpoint, a lot of times I hear fintechs don't know where to start, don't know how to start. Um, Discover sends false fintech a lot of business um, by way of they might call you and say, hey, 
um, I'm an early stage company and, and mm-hmm. you'll say, you have to talk to my friends at Pulse Fintech. Absolutely. And so we've actually selected a number of companies that have come from Discover. So that is, uh, of course, mutually beneficial to both parties, but it has been a testament to our partnership and working together. Yep, absolutely. And one of the things that we found out uh, early on is that, you know, these companies understand their business, right? They understand their vision, what they want to take to market. They don't necessarily understand payments. Yeah. So bringing in and supporting their strategy and educating them on payments is so important. We actually recently commissioned a study of fintechs, and we asked them a number of questions. Mm. And 41% of responders said that one of the key things that they look for in a partnership is a partner that helps them with strategy, right? Because, again, they know what the use case is. They know what they want to take to market. But all those other components, they have no idea about. And this is where we together are an A-team, right? Yeah. We, we, uh, we talk about what the network brings. You at Central Payments and Central Bank of Kansas City discuss what the bank and the program management support. So kind of bringing all those ingredients together um, really helps them go to market and helps them with developing the right strategy for, to support their vision. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We think about technology, charter, and choice as kind of central payments is mantra. Mm-hmm. And obviously the technology is in-house, but um, charter as a bank and choice being partnering with multiple vendors and, and um, providers of payment needs, what, what would you want people to take away about Discover? What's unique beyond mm-hmm. some of the things we talked about earlier? What are some other things you'd want people to know? Yeah. So... Again, when we think about partnerships, we do our best to keep things simple on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Because they have to think about so much in bringing their solution to market. So there are three things that I would ask the audience to remember about discover our culture and how we support partnerships. The first one is we are truly flexible. We really, we are really um, purposeful in the discussions that we have, and we listen to our partners to understand exactly what they take to market, what they want to take to market. So we spend a lot of time understanding their business requirements, you know, what is it that they want to take to market, and, and provide that flexibility. Secondly, because things are moving so quickly, we know partners want to go to market quickly. So we keep the onboarding process of programs onto the network very simple. One form uh, provided by the issuing bank partner goes through our internal review process, and that helps in the long term the company take that solution to market. Also, when you look at the economics, we try to keep that simple as well. Very providing very clear um, revenue and expense insights so that they could truly understand the economics. Because it would be shameful that you take an amazing solution to market and the economics don't work out. So we're very, we're very, um, we're very focused on that and providing that simplicity. So I would say flexibility, simplicity, um, innovation to help the partners take those to market. Yeah. So we know better here at the bank, but for those that don't know better and think that Discover is lagging in services or you know on the smaller sky- side of a network um, functionality or anything, how do you distill that myth? Yeah, so, um, so we are 
we, we focus on ensuring that we have the right solutions um, that make us competitive in the space. Mm-hmm. So I shared um, previously about our tokenization platform that supports digital wallets. Um, you know, that is in place. We have our real-time payments solution and functionality called Discover Deliver. So when you think about the major solutions, we have them in place. But we also know that through our partners, there are solutions that they offer. So we try not to duplicate those efforts. It makes no sense, right? We leave the processing to our processors. We leave the issuing to our issuing bank. We leave the program management to our program managers. And we focus on what are the other core functionalities that are important. And as I listed them, all those are the major ones that a lot of our partners want and that we have. You mentioned, uh, Milady, something about strategy and how the fintechs need uh, strategic help and direction mm-hmm. and guidance and mentoring. What is on Discover's strategic roadmap for the next 12 to 24 months? Oh my gosh, so much, so much that we want to do. So I, I'll try to summarize <laughs> it. So um, clearly we want to continue to be, to drive more volume to the network, right? Mm-hmm. Through these amazing partnerships that we have in place. And we've, so, and we want to continue to be innovative. We want to be able to be a place that partners come to and know, look, if I have a very unique idea, we're willing to explore it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that's, that's first and foremost. The other, the other piece is we are focused on very specific verticals okay. in prepaid, for example, so that we could be very focused and we could establish the partnerships in those verticals. For example, um, campus is one of our prepaid verticals that we're focused in. Buy now, pay later. Mm-hmm. Uh, transit, we're looking at transit as well. So we have specific verticals that we're focusing on. Um, we continue to put together infrastructure to, of course, support commercial payments opportunities, mm-hmm. white label credit. So we, you know, foremost, we're trying to drive more volume to the network. And that is going to allow visibility of our solutions in the marketplace. I want to talk a little bit about the white label credit because a lot of people don't understand um, what that really is. And that is extremely unique. And everybody starts thinking about when you mention that and have mentioned that even to our cohorts before, mm-hmm. they say, oh, and sit up a little straighter. Posture <laughs> changes. Tell me more. Tell us more. Yeah, I will tell you a little bit more. Right. So our white label credit solution, the best way to think about it is the ability to have a credit card product run on our network, not necessarily branded Discover. And this has been very valuable to a lot of players that want their brand to be the predominant brand on the card. So we're very proud of our network. So we're okay with uh, having our partners utilize it, and we offer that flexibility around branding. What uh, a lot of the partners that use or have launched a white label credit, what that has allowed them to do is really grow their brand, but leverage the network and not have to have the resources necessary to run a closed loop credit product. So they get a benefit of running it on the network, accessing our network of merchants, and then they also get to grow their brand. So um, a fantastic combination. Yeah, that that really is very unique. And I think uh, recently at at the last event that we were at, um, you and I both, along with many others, we heard a ton about credit. Credit was 
credit Wait, was a, a draw. Credit yeah. and crypto seem to be the two, uh, the two the big two topics. Yes, the two C's. <laughs> um, yeah. Where do you guys sit on uh, on the crypto journey right now? So on the crypto journey, we're watching it closely. We um, we have been looking at supporting. Uh, programs where fiat is part of the process, right? Still utilizing the network. So that's where we've been right now. We're, we're spending a lot of time trying to understand it, trying to see how it's developing. We actually brought in subject matter experts to educate us on crypto because I think, honestly, there's a lot yet to learn before we go all in. So I would say that that's what we're doing. We're watching it very closely we are looking to support crypto, I would say indirectly because it's not in crypto, but if it's converted to fiat and loaded, for example, onto a prepaid card, that's something that we could do as a network. Yeah, we're kind of in a similar situation as far as watching, but also in Falls FinTech, it gives us a bit of a, shall I say, playground to allow some of these companies to come in and and teach us a little bit of the unknown unknowns and then get some regulatory buy-in before we spend uh, and dispel a ton of resources yeah. into a full implementation. And so Cohort 4 has uh, started to dabble in yeah. that space with one of our friends at uh, Block 79. So um, so that's interesting. And, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think a lot will come um, from crypto, but I think it's, it's wise to just learn right now and understand mm-hmm. it and see how it develops before going fully in. Full. Yeah. One, one thing I always like to ask to, especially to sponsors, and I'm so grateful for Discover. You guys have not only helped put legs under Falls FinTech to get this off the ground, but have been advocates and champions and substance providers. And what I mean by substance providers is you have subject matter experts on your team that come and speak to these cohorts and talk about performance and PNL and how the interchange model works down at the m- micro level. Yeah. And so I'm incredibly grateful for what of you course. guys provide to us. The question is around why was it important for Discover to say yes when I called and said, "Ladies, we're thinking about this thing. What do you think? <laughs> uh, why, why say yes to put your money and resources into an accelerator? Yeah. So um, a couple things, you know, with, with false fintech, what excites us is that you bring companies in their early stages of product development. So it's a fantastic time for us to come in as a network mm-hmm. and understand their business requirements and be able to match those with our capabilities. Also, um, there is so much that we could provide, to your point, from an education perspective. Again, these companies know their business. They don't understand payments. So we, and that's an asset that we have, right? The knowledge, the experience. So being able to tap into them so early on in the process is instrumental. And, you know, whether they, you know, they decide to work with us or anybody else, it's just so important for us to educate everyone on payments. I think that makes all of us that are in payments better because more people are knowledgeable and more new ideas can be generated from that education and experience sharing. That's right. 
Well, look, we couldn't do it without you guys. And especially with your experience and tenure in the industry. Hell, I don't even know if I understand payments yet, let alone some of these <laughs> it keeps early changing, stage. Though. Oh, it keeps changing. For real. But the core stuff remains there, right? Yeah. The the core um, function, the way that transactions work, the players, mm-hmm. those things remain in place. And although we keep restructuring ourselves, there one there's one thing that remains core to us, which is our customer-centric approach. I'm very proud of that. You know, I hope that you've seen that. As a partner, we go all in. Like we are so dedicated to ensuring that our partners are successful. And I'm very proud of that. That's a, a cultural aspect that I've enjoyed being part of um, that's sort of ingrained in Discover. Yeah. Well, look, Miladies, I think everything you shared today was brilliant and tons of wisdom and education around what Discover is doing how you guys are different, and of course, trends in uh, fintech and what's next. So thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Cheers. Cheers. There you have it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fintech Brews and News. Keep up with all the content and cool stuff happening at Falls Fintech and Central Payments by checking out our website, our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. I'm Nikki Roby. And I'm Trent Sorby. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.